0: The following audio is via a Skype call.
1: Do you want to discover the path to find your peace, love, purpose, and happiness? Then get ready for a Time of Healing Radio with me, Felice Diana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I join Dr. Pat every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific and help you, the listeners, understand the journey of your own healing to enlightenment. Learn about the buried gifts within us all and explore body, mind, and spirit through the show's unique blending of spirit and earth. Get in touch with the deeper purpose within as I share the story and tools needed to enhance and enrich your life. Ignite your sacred fusion power and unveil the authentic you on A Time of Healing Radio with me, Felice Diana. now.
2: Hey there, I'm Dr. Pat and I am here with Felice. Felice. How are you? How are you? We've got a big one to talk about today, don't we?
1: We do. We do. Uh,
2: Let's talk about it. I mean, you know, the show is A Time of Healing Radio. This is your show, and it's about how to ignite your sacred fusion power, right? Yes. But sometimes it gets challenged. Yes. And we have to learn how to look at the challenge and still live in the light. And that's what today's episode is about, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. And we have to do that because if we don't really live in the light, we never really get off the karmic wheel and we never really can have union with God. I mean, it's just Mm. not possible. Mm. So we all have to do it. However, eventually, and you know, the one thing I am not sure of is, Mm -hmm. um, If you create too much negative karma, can you really catch up with your lessons?
2: That I don't know. Oh, well, I I think there is something I've held on to about that. And I really take it from, you know, some of the ancient traditions. And Mm -hmm. even if you just focused on, you know, some of the the teachings of Jesus, you, you know, the question always is that there's nothing to forgive. Uh-huh. You know, and from that perspective, um, and it's hard if we start to evaluate the things that we have done in past lives to the way we live our life. The question is, are we living our life today? Yes, in in a way that demonstrates the highest of order that we right,
1: know? right, exactly. Yeah, exactly, and we have to do that every lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a constant.
2: Yeah. It is a constant, and and I think the other side of the constant really is, um, uh, is there anybody actually keeping score? Um, <laughs> you know, that, who knows?
1: <laughs> who actually knows? Uh, other
2: than our family and friends.
1: <laughs> right.
2: They're like we our families, like, ah, oh, remember the time you did that? Uh, no, I don't remember. Yeah, let me remind you.
1: Well, I don't know whether it works like that, but it's a kind of energy that you collect. Mm -hmm. You know, you build that energy up within yourself. So it's kind of the energy of the soul and it either goes to the light and in fact it can choose the darkness. I mean, it could be light and a lifetime something comes along and it chooses the darkness. And when I say the darkness, I mean, it chooses just the lower road. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be a terrible lower road, but it chooses the lower road, so it kind of stops itself. It, um, you know, it 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 can go even backwards. Yeah, it can go backwards in its evolution. In its evolution.
2: Yeah. The bottom line for me, though, is, and this is a discovery I have to make every day. Yes. Um, it's an inside job. It certainly is. It's an inside job. And if I'm looking in an outside world to take care of something that's on the inside, uh, it's never going to happen. No. It's just not going to happen. And I'm human like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, some days I have a bad hair day Mm -hmm. um, and other days I don't. Yes. Uh, My friend used to say to me all the time, some days, Pat, you're the windshield and some days you're the bug. And yeah. in, any, in both cases, it's not really, it doesn't turn out very good. So it took me a lot of years to even figure out what that thing meant. Right. Uh, but the point is, you know, some days you're the windshield, you can handle whatever comes at you. Yes. And other days you can't. Yes. Uh, the question is, what am I going to choose for myself today? And isn't that what this episode's about? It's about choosing light, but learning how to choose light.
1: Yes. It is. Um, We, and really choosing the light will eventually become just natural to you after a while. As you continually choose the light, you won't be able to choose the dark anyway. Mm -hmm. It just is something you just cannot do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure that's the case um, for you, Dr. Pat. I mean, they they can't
2: coexist. It doesn't, it's impossible for them to coexist.
1: Right, it really is.
2: Yeah, yeah. you it can't really be is. in the light and have even the slightest, gl- it can't be in the dark, and even have, what, the flicker of light and not say, oh, there's the light. <laughs> right,
1: exactly, exactly. So, you know, um, the thing I'm sure for your journey, and I know for my mm. journey, it has been definitely an inside job, as you reflect on yeah. it, it's been an inside job, and it's always been about free will. Free will is, is in force here all the time. And um, we need to have free will because this is how we learn to choose the light. Um, The dark can be very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and that's why I think people fall into it.
2: That is true. I must admit to that. Yes. Some of the darkest days of my life have been (laughs) like totally a blast. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, how, how does that even happen? But you know what I mean, right? I do
1: know what you mean. Uh, and I mean, this is why we have so much darkness in the world, because it is, it's very tempting. Yeah. It's very yeah. tempting, and it takes a lot of willpower, divine willpower, because it's a power that is more about... Um, the right thing to do, than a desire in you. So it's a matter of um, if the desire is um, dark, more negative, it's how do you master not choosing that? And eventually, as you get to know your higher self, you will not be able to choose it because it just won't sit well with it because (laughs) you're really working with the divine will here. You're trying to make your will and the divine will as one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it definitely takes work. And, you know, not everybody's interested in doing that. Some people like the dark. They well, like having a blast. I, look, it,
2: I just interviewed Will Arntz. It's so funny we are talking about this. <laughs> His book is, uh, I think it's satirical, but it's also powerful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the book is How to Suffer in 10 Easy Steps. (laughs) And now Will is also one of the authors and creators of the movement, What the Believe. So here we went through this book. Um, and what we do realize about what you're saying, exactly. And by the way, we don't plan these shows to go like this, right? I think Linda has a no, sense no, of you no. plan this. But there's a part of suffering and being in the dark that's very addictive.
1: Yes. Right?
2: Yes. Uh, it's my party. I'm going to have it. Yes. And don't you dare sprinkle some light dust on my dark party for today, if you don't mind
1: right right <laughs> people want it
2: Leave they do alone. want it
1: yes and they suffer yes and I, I i think that um they don't feel it as suffering they feel it as delight
2: no. yeah yeah
1: and so you know you see it all the time you see how people um do bad things to people or mm. um spouses cheat on spouses and Mm -hmm. they they have other people you know there's a third party involved sometimes the third party knows the other spouse they smile at them i mean they get off on this i mean it's it's kind of exciting you see the adrenaline rush people like that and it's very very tempting and i think um God, the creator knows this, and this is why these things are here, because this mm. is the way we have to, we're kind of um, redeeming ourselves, finding finding that higher self within ourselves. And that's the way we're tested all the time with different things. I mean, even, um, you know, you've always got free will, so you can always walk away from a situation. And even you can walk away from doing good if you want. You know, you can choose a darkness. I mean, how many people um, have somebody in their lives who get sick and they walk away from them because they can't deal with it? So instead of looking at why they can't deal with it or why they are feeling that they don't want to deal with it. They just walk away because they want to get on with their lives. They want their lives to be full of different things. You know, it's a free will choice. And so maybe the lesson that's coming to them never gets learned in that lifetime anyway.
2: Well, it's really really what you're talking about. I mean, you're really laying out sort of the blueprint, if if you take a look at this, right? Mm. You're laying out the blueprint or what some people would call the dynamics of, of decision-making for yourself. Yes. The dynamics of making a decision in support of yourself. I had, I had a conversation, a show yesterday that had more to do with the word desire. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize is out of all the words you could pick, Desire is one of those words to fully embrace. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have the energy of want. It doesn't have the energy of need. Mm -hmm. It is something that we have all been given Mm -hmm. to us as a full-blooded emotion. Yes. And yet sometimes it's hard to explain to people that are curious about us why we do what we do or stay what we do. It's so funny, Felice. I was sitting the other day, and I I was just kind of hanging around. I had my laptop, and I wasn't doing work. I was actually looking at this really cool website that's called codepen.io, and it's this little website where you can learn these little programming code tricks Mm -hmm. to create cool things on a website. Mm -hmm. And so I was just sitting there having fun creating this image of, this random image of just the word gratitude over a figure of a person. I just fought playing. It was my therapy. Yes. Somebody said to me something interesting and I want to talk to you about it when we come back. What they said to me is, Pat, don't you have people that can do that? Mm. And I looked at them and I said, uh, I said, I'm just doing this for me. Mm-hmm. And they looked at me and they said, why? And I looked at them and I said, because I really like to do it. Mm. Let's take a short break. Okay. Are you willing to admit this, folks? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to admit when you're surrounded by darkness, are you willing to admit that you like the light? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Our angels and animals are always working for and around us. Darcy Pariso knew from an early age, she felt this incredible presence that was confirmed for her in a Reiki Level 1 course. From then on, she has honed her skills and dedicated her talents to providing answers, inspiration, and tools for people to move past limiting blocks and past traumas to truly live a life of happiness. For more information about working with Darcy, visit darcypariso.com. Do you sometimes feel overwhelmed by your mind, powerless when it seems to spin in worry circles or bombard you with self-critical thoughts? Do you want to learn how to master your mind and feel more in control of your life? Listen to Dr. Friedman's Empowerment Radio, Shift from Confusion to Clarity, Self-Doubt to Confidence, and from Anxiety to Peace and Balance. Dr. Friedman and his many guest experts share the insights and tools you want to live with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in to Empowerment Radio every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet, welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day, we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness.
2: Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com.
0: To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com.
2: I'm so glad we record these uh, commercial breaks. I think Kat is doing that on Zoom, Kat or Zach. I'm so (laughs) glad we record them because it's hard to tell you all what we talk about during the breaks. And we are gonna actually start to produce these as after takes in a new segment. Because what happens sometimes is, this is where we don't get to talk about stuff on air because we do go to break and acknowledge our sponsors and our other hosts. Um, But what we talk about are things that get underneath of what we just mentioned. And here's where we're going to go with this. First of all, you all, if you're just tuning in, let me just remind everybody, you are listening to A Time of Healing Radio with Felice Deanna. She joins me here every month with this show. But I want to make sure that you know beyond doing this show, she works with people across the globe. Why? Because that's what she's called to do. A time of healing radio is an offshoot of a time of healing.com. And when you think about her work and what she's created, a healing platform that really looks at sacred fusion energy, you will also see in her website that if you're hearing things that you want to heal in yourself today so that the light can emerge, this is what you want to do. You want to give her a call. You want to find out the best way to do that. Um, you can email her at Felice, uh, F-E-L-I-C-E, at a Uh Go to the website, check it out. Today, look, today we're talking about living in the light. You know, let's have a little chit-chat, if we could, on higher self, shadow self, let's finish that, mm-hmm. and in the spiritual path. Because sometimes, and, and I have to say this, um... I grew up with the understanding that I can still have the shadow self side of me and the higher self side of me be part of me and still be on my spiritual path. And I think sometimes we're very judgmental of people that are on the spiritual path. And maybe there's not this level of perfection mm-hmm. that we compare it to because, look at come on read about the masters that walk the earth. There ain't a single one of them that didn't have the shadow self. Mm-hmm. Don't even email me about this because I'm just telling you, read read it and you'll find out. I mean, temptation exists in the Bible. You know, we're looking at people that we read about, whether it's Buddha, whether that's, in, you know, Ba'aula, or whether it's Jesus, Moses, whatever you believe in, whatever book you're believing in, You will hear about both. But what we hear about is what we're about to talk about now. And that is the journey. Mm -hmm. What does it look like, Felice, to be on the spiritual path, or better yet, to contemplate a spiritual path in one's life?
1: Well, um, for me, the spiritual path was to discover my own light really. Who was I? What? Why was I here? What, what I, had I been created to do? Um, for me, there was always, I think from being a kid, actually, I always knew that there was a great love. It's almost as if I remembered it somewhere within myself. And what I found that no matter how much I met people or even when I you know, I met Larry and I, um, was dating him and we fell in love and got married. I knew that even that love was not the love that I was really, the the search was still on within me. There was a love that I knew was beyond anything. It existed. And I just went on my life and of course had a son, um, you know, had the love of a child, gave my love to a child, had many animals, felt very, very close to, the, to my animals. And then, of course, when I had this awakening, I felt this love that I had deep within me always remembered. And it was like nothing else I'd ever experienced. And I knew that I couldn't really experience this love from another human being. So I knew that I'd connected to this love and I wanted to connect to it more and more and more because this love is very intoxicating and um, so blissful and so wonderful that you want it. But I didn't know how to connect with it because it had connected it seemed as if it had connected to me Mm. I hadn't done anything to connect to it and so I decided to go on this spiritual path because I was wanting this love I wanted to feel this love um constantly really it was a place where I could go and be happy and content and okay with everything. everything earthly I could handle and I would be okay with it. And so I went on to the spiritual path and I was really looking what was my light. I started to learn these words light and dark. you know they'd not been part of my vocabulary and um, and I realized that in my own shadow self, there was actually a lot of positive stuff that I'd never tapped into. Um, That really and truly, you know, like we were talking in the break about the children that are in the camps at the border, the people that are in the camps at the border, I realized that I'd been watching the world as as I'd lived and I'd wanted to scream But yet I'd buried it deep because I felt inside me, well, what could I change? What, what could I do? And I'd watched this, the behavior and the feelings and the, the kind of lack of caring for your fellow men. And I'd really blocked my voice. And so the shadow had really... Um, done that for me I buried it in my shadow and so I had to bring that part of the shadow into my light and that gave me the power actually to create and to become more whole so that I could be the whole of myself Mm -hmm. and I could learn that I didn't really care what people thought about what I was saying anymore because I really wanted to put my voice forward. Because I wanted to scream, that's not right, you know, yeah. don't behave like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was this frustration that I'd felt for so long. And yet, in order to be, um, I guess, known as the person that was called Felice, that people had always known, I'd buried all that. I'd buried my voice. And when my voice really started to speak, um, a lot of people really didn't like it. (laughs) You know, because they'd been used to this other person, this other Felice. And they Mm -hmm. actually said to me, where did Felice go? But actually, Felice had just really been truly born.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love this. Let me tell you why. Because I, I joke about this a little bit. I really do. I'm starting to get more and more jokes from people that I grew up with and stuff Yeah. now. Um, so the, the joke last year was when we had our high school dealy-majiggy, right? Uh, the joke was kind of uh, from the people running it. They're like, oh, my God. You're still alive? What? Yeah, yeah, no, right. They're like, okay, and and you're not incarcerated? Oh, Oh, yeah. Can you come to the reunion? Yeah. So this is now you got to go back a bunch of years for how people remember you, right? Yes. Um, And so the latest thing is that now these same people from the high school, right? I was never able to go back to the reunion because I had a wedding that same weekend. Mm-hmm. um and uh, back east and so now the same people are sending me emails mm-hmm. at, about a post we made and we're just sharing a little bit of a campaign we're doing with um a colleague of ours uh Jane Jane Forbes who created lovenotes.world and so now they're seeing the pictures of us dancing Jessica dancing in this music video with John Legend mm-hmm. And so the same person that asked me if I was incarcerated (laughs) said something to me like, ha-ha, did you Photoshop this? And and I (sighs) I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe we touched it up a little bit. But here's the thing. When we step out into the light and people don't know that we have not really changed Mm. That what they've seen of us is perhaps an external version of this. Right. They don't know what to make of it. I mean, look at anybody that knows me and knows the show, uh, you know, uh, the title of the book I want to write, and I've just just got the domain for it, Mm -hmm. is called Outraged and Optimistic. Yes. And the reason I want to write that is because most of my life, I was outraged by things. Yes. And I never really walked around saying it. No. I mean, yeah, I didn't. Mm. But about four months ago, Jessica saw me play competitive table tennis for the first time. <laughs> Tournament table tennis, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And she took a picture of my face. Mm-hmm. And she said, huh. Huh. There's a little ping-pong warrior. So when we come back, I want to talk about this. Yes. If the dark and the light cannot coexist simultaneously, Mm. if that is a law of physics, Mm -hmm. is that really true? Mm -hmm. Or can the dark exist on the inside and the light on the outside or vice versa? Interesting idea. Let's talk about that when we come back. Yahoo, everybody! (laughs) All right. Yeah. Hey, do you have any uh, light spots or do you have any dark spots or are you kind of like a grayish color or what are you thinking about any of that? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in.
1: Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felice Deanna, on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit a timeofhealing.com.
0: Sometimes being human has its challenges.
2: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. It's great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. For more information about us, you can go to the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out about the network and you want to find out about some of the things I've been talking about recently, you can actually go to thetransformationnetwork.com, and we'll have a shorter version of that for everybody. Um, today, this, uh, this is uh, today on the show, on, on A Time of Healing Radio with Felice Deanna, we're talking about living in the light. And, you know, we're both talking during break and now we're talking about what the journey has been like for each of us. Um, and one of my favorite topics is what Felice is going to talk to us about. And that is self-determination and the desire. I love the word desire, the mm-hmm. desire for enlightenment um because the answer to the physics question of how much light do you need to shine in a room that is completely blacked out in order for you to see the light it's an interesting thing to experiment with many of us have done this experiment in classes right mm-hmm. But the question really becomes, if you're in a room of people, how much light might you shine to reach somebody across the room, if that's what you mean to do? Today, will self-determination get us there? And what is the desire or the degree of desire that one has for enlightenment? I would love for you to talk about this, Felice.
1: Okay, well, self determination is a—you have to have it. I mean, you—you're not going to be successful if you don't have self determination, and also the desire for enlightenment. Uh, both have to come together because spiritual development can be kind of slow, and so this determination and this desire have to be strong. Um, but when you talked about in a dark room, how much light do you need? Well, we know not very much. I mean, if you strike a match and you just see even a spark, I mean, you're going to see it in the darkness. And so it just takes this determination, this desire to become a better person, to find your light. Um, and you do that by with patience and of course, um, traveling this road, and you, there may be disappointment, um, on the road, but you have to pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and continue, um, because challenges will come in. I mean, life is full of challenges. The challenge is to find the light. Listen, you know, for me, the light is God, the creator. Um, it's how do I um feel God how do I know that God is with me and in order to find that you have to move towards the light um that's just the way it is Mm -hmm. and um you have to work on yourself and that's really what we're all here for we're all here to work on ourselves so that we can become a clearer reflection of God Mm -hmm. and um it is, um, you've got to be prepared for just about anything. Because when you're on the spiritual path, it's exactly that. It's a spiritual path. And so um, there's always surprises. And once you express that desire, The energy goes out there of the desire. Once you have the self determination, and it reads your heart, so you can't fool it. I mean, you know, it's it's not okay to have, um, you know, ten crosses in your house and um, take somebody else's money, for instance. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is not okay. It and it knows you. It knows you to be a fraud. I mean, you don't fool it in any way. um, if you like, I really believe, and I, it might not be popular with people, but we're being watched.
2: <laughs> and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I think most people realize that. I think, but realizing it and knowing it are different things. Yes. It's it's kind of the thing that we talk about a lot so much that we don't talk about it in the reality of way, uh, 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 the reality of of how certain religious philosophies talk about it so it's like okay so what Mm -hmm. and but it is a so what because there's an energetic pulse that gets delivered by every act that we make everything we say
1: Mm -hmm. yes and it we are being watched and and it uh and, and and i know that because i know i was watched because there is no way what happened to me could have happened without that And so I know that we are, and, um, we are creating good and bad karma with our choices. And so it's like a checks and balances in a way. And, you know, we can lose, we can go down, we can go up. Those are our personal choices. But I ask you as a human, I ask not you, Dr. Pat, but Mm -hmm. people as human beings, um, if you were in a camp wouldn't you want to have people who would help you get out of that camp yeah i mean
2: or, but yet or you we, want to have the hope yes the hope. to and see I,
1: that people are
2: right right out now there those kids in it. camp those those kids that are still being piled up on the border yes those kids those families those moms those dads those individuals i don't think they have hope because hope, by the very nature of it, is inspired by defined action. Yes. It's also defined by lack thereof. Yes. And to have hope when you don't see the realization of a possibility, it now must become faith. See, the difference between yes. in my brain, hope, and faith is hope is when I have an outside indicator. Yes. That something might happen. Yes. Faith is when I see absolutely nothing. Yes. And I don't waver from my belief that something good will come.
1: Right, right, right. That's exactly right. And these people, but they're, it's very hard for people in that situation to maintain their faith. Um, very hard. I mean, we saw that in Auschwitz. I mean, we saw how people came out of those camps and they never believed in God again, ever because they didn't see it, they didn't see the help, um, only right at the very end, mm-hmm. and, and so they lost all their um, faith in God and in their religious beliefs, and yet there were still some who maintained their regi- religious th- beliefs, you know, Eloise L. some famous ones, mm-hmm. they had something in them that they could maintain it, but for a lot of people it wasn't maintained, they went right away from it. I mean, I knew growing up, we had a family that lived near us and, um, you know, she had lost her, her, um, husband mm-hmm. taken him away. She was out when it happened. And then she married again after the war to another man who had lost his child and wife, and um, they didn't believe in anything anymore. They, they didn't believe in a God. Now, for me, I believe in a God. I know there is a God. I know from my experience there is a God. I cannot deny it. I feel my job is to sing it from the rooftops because I, there is, but I, it's our job here in the world to do the changing, to be that reflection of God in the world. Mm-hmm. it is our job to do it and sometimes you know things happen and we say oh well that was definitely the hand of god and sometimes we don't always see it but we have to be it it's our job to be it and mm-hmm. um you know you you see so much of the 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 negative side because the dark actually can be positive and negative. You know, it's how you choose to use it. You see, because when I blocked my own power, I put it into the shadow self, really. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a negative trait. And once it got awakened and I merged it with my whole being and became more whole, I could turn it into something. I could, it came, it became what it was meant to be, positive.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. so it's how we use the darkness. We can turn, I mean, some people have a lot of power and they use it for darkness. They can turn that power and use it for light.
2: But that's our ability. That's every, uh, each yeah. and every single one of us. has the ability to do that. And I think that's why we're talking about it today and why you're really talking about this idea of free will. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in the darkest moment of our suffering, Mm -hmm. even in that darkest moment of our suffering, we still have the ability to decide Mm -hmm. what we're going to feel, how we're going to feel it, what we're going to believe, what story we're going to tell ourselves yes um, and 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 now science and physics now tells us that that action on our part will create another action and reaction mm-hmm. in the outside world yes so the question and let's go ahead and skip the break the question then is what can we do to help people take that action to create that shift
1: well i think first of all they have to own what's buried in their shadow now it's not always obvious to them the shadow can remain unconscious so basically you have to the first step is to become more self-aware you become more self-aware when you self-reflect you have to reflect on your actions, you have to question yourself. You have mm-hmm. to, when you make a decision for something, you have to say, um, "Is does that sit well with me? Totally, mm-hmm. does it sit well with me? Does that sit well with my conscience? Is this the right thing to do? I mean, for me, I went through from being a kid, would God approve of it? Would that be something God would say, yeah, go do that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I kind of think that for me, I, I use God a lot in making my decisions, big decisions. I mean, of course, not food, but even food, even food. It, I, I questioned um, what pain when I ate meat, I used to eat meat. Mm-hmm. I don't now and I've not done for many years, but what pain did that animal feel?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's energy. And, um, I know it's hard for people who like meat because really and truly it's the taste. It's not that beautiful face of the cow that you like. It's that you want to eat. It's really the taste of it. So it's all about taste, but Mm -hmm. if we really stop and think, um, you know, what, oh, I'm sorry about that. That's my little baby. Um, Cece, Cece, come here, darling. Come on here. Here, Cece, here. What did that animal feel? Mm -hmm. How was it raised? Did it live in fear? How was it slaughtered? What was its life like? What food did it eat? What did it feel? Did it see the sunshine? You know, I mean, when you think about veal, I mean, it is disgusting. Mm. And and we do this, and we go into a restaurant. People who like veal, I'm sorry, but you order a plate of veal without a thought. Of what actually is on your plate and what's on your plate is a lot of pain a lot of pain I mean I watch people who go out hunting now you know the indigenous people the native Americans whoever you hunt you know Eskimos for their food they honor the death of that yeah animal. yeah they do they honor it but you see photographs of people who go out hunting I mean in an English expression, you know, you see these people, they are what they call big girls blouses, basically, um, because they, these men and women and children, they take their children with them. And they're sitting with this beautiful dead animal, smiling. I mean, when do you smile at death? That's what I want to understand. Who are these people? Now, if you tell me you're going out hunting because you don't like farm-raised animals, you don't like the way they're raised, and you honor that animal and you use that animal for your food, okay, I see. You want to eat it? Okay. But to smile as if you've got a trophy is is a great sin, and you're actually creating very, very negative karma. Mm Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things. The spiritual path takes a lot of self-determination. And in some way, um, it might feel like deprivation in some ways. Right, some Things.
2: right, right. But I think we, we're on this path. And if if this is really, this is worth commenting on. We're on this path now. And we talk a lot about the downside of social media, the downside of the digital age, but let's talk about something that has really instilled a new perspective on children uh, and adults alike. You know, clearly through our pop culture now, you know, we're hearing more and more about the process that goes in to the food we eat. Mm-hmm. Um, the studies are now coming out on genetically modified food, yes, and the relationship to children, mm-hmm. uh, and so there are people that have taken it out into the world. The other thing that's happening, and and I know you know this, is that even in some of the blockbuster movies, the death of an animal is done in a way where the lesson comes directly from the movie. I think one of the more talked about scenes was from Avatar. You know, when Avatar came out Mm -hmm. and there had to be a sacrifice Mm -hmm. of one of the animals that was attacking. Um, Many of the kids needed to know more about that, but isn't this really ours to do? Yes. It's an inside job with who we are. And then second, the reason you're here today is to say, this is not not about shaming and guilting our past. No. This is really about looking at what we're going to do moving forward. Yes. And I think that's part of the healing process, isn't it?
1: It is. It is because, you know, you can't, when we've been unconscious and we're not aware of things, and I mean, you know, I was unconscious to a point when I ate meat. Mm -hmm. I was unconscious I have to own that you know um, it's when you once you are awake to certain things you you have to live them you have to act on them Um, you can't just push them aside because that's not what you want to do or you like the take. well you can you can choose to do that but Mm -hmm. that's when you start to create the negative karma that's how you begin to create the negativity it's really what do you know and we're being watched and it knows what you know and what you don't know it knows your level of consciousness so if you're very conscious you're going to you could strike up negative points much faster on on a little something because you Mm -hmm. know better than that so it's very aware of each person's level it feels that energy it i mean i what i saw was it's all the it is all energy it is all energy and we take on that energy and um you know as i say you can't be a hypocrite with this it's noted
2: i think we now know that when we're talking about energy we're basing this on the very premise that science has declared for most of us that may not know that everything is energy mm-hmm um, but, you know, we are also very aware and conscious that we have people right now that are living day to day. And 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 it's worth mentioning, we're living day to day. And I remember about 10 years ago um, or so, when I first started to talk about organic food mm-hmm. and how I discovered that for me, it was becoming my pathway to my own health. Mm-hmm. And one of our listeners called me um, 10 years ago and, and said something that I never forgot. Mm-hmm. What she said to me is, Pat, I think that your cause is noble, but could you also talk about the fact that organic food, and go back 10 years ago, because this was true back then, mm-hmm. organic food is not available for people like me. Right. My choices are not like your
1: choices, Right, right.
2: And I never forgot that. And while the world has changed and we've gotten more educated Mm -hmm. and some of us might be able to make some decisions Mm -hmm. from a consciousness point of view until everyone in our country has the ability to make healthy, safe choices equally this is a conversation that doesn't hold up for everybody. And I and I wanted to just say that because it is a journey. And by you sharing it, today somebody heard something that's going to make them think twice about what they buy. And that's what you and I, that's what we can hope for.
1: Yes, but it's not just, you see, the energy is, for me anyway, is mm. more about... The, the, the organic food, yes, not everybody has the means to make mm-hmm. those choices. That's for sure. But everybody with conscious awareness
2: mm-hmm.
1: can make the choice to act kindly.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: And that is really what is the main thing, is acting with love and kindness compassion. That is really what changes the world. It's not so much, yes, the food is good for you, but it's that compassion that changes the world.
2: There's no question about it. And I think that's the key point. That is the light, Mm -hmm. the flicker of light Mm -hmm. that can uh, illuminate uh, the density of the darkest of the darkest of the dark. Correct. That flicker. And I think what you're shared today is to say to people, don't give up. Right. You know, don't give up. Even if what you're thinking is a flicker of light, mm-hmm. it can illuminate the lives of people you may or may not even know. And that's a right. powerful message for today, Felice.
1: Yes, it is. It's all yeah. about thank thank you love. for that. Thank you yeah. very much. Thanks. Thank you
2: for that. Um, we have about a minute left. How can people find out more about you? And what's your what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today?
1: Well, I would say you know, be that flicker of light, even if it's just a spark, a tiny little spark. Just be it. When you feel it, when you know it, be it. Don't be afraid to be it. You are. You will see such a reaction from people towards you change the, the the way they react to you will change. People can see the light. Now, sometimes people run away from the light. They don't like it mm-hmm. because it really shows them, you know, they, it, you mirror something to them, mm-hmm. but never stop being the light.
2: Never. I love, I love it. Felice Deanna, please give out your website.
1: I will. It's Felice at a time of healing.com. You can call me on five two zero five seven six three nine four two. And thank you so very much, Dr.
2: Pat. Yeah. And thank you for reminding us, you know, of the power that each of us has inside of us. Mm-hmm. And it really is that easy. It's it easy to choose the light.
1: It really is. God made it very easy for us, really. We make it very difficult.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much, Felice. I'm Dr. Pat, everybody. Another hour coming up on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll see you then. Thank
1: you for listening to A Time of Healing Radio with me, Felice Deanna, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Make sure to tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific and learn to open your heart and mind to your own unique sacred journey. As an enlightened mystic and healer, I heeded a call to service by sharing my gifts through my hands, intuition, words, and heart to help you the listeners get in touch with your deeper purpose and learn to unveil the authentic you. For more information on me, Felistiana, and my work, visit a timeofhealingradio.com.